and JPW, Wrestle Kingdom, their WrestleMania, of course, only good. Night one, I know I'm getting to it late, but there's a lot to look at here. Gotta be quick, because I don't want to be boring you with going on for ages. So first of all, the Rambo, where you can go over the top, you can be pinned, everything is, uh, is there to win or lose. Some really good entrance here. Aaron Hanare, special mention to him, does some really good work. I mean, just isn't one of the final four who's going to get a match tomorrow, or today now. But um, yeah, looking great there. Some of the people that we didn't expect. Seema, not been here for 10 years. Takamishinoku, not been here for a few more years. Fujinami was at the first NJPW event in 1972, 50 years in. Bad Luck Farley doesn't get to the final like he did last time. Honma was in, Suzuki's in, Chase Owens locks eyes with him, does the shooter side, don't do that mate. In the end, you've got Suzuki, Seema, Owens and Toriyano. They all attack Toriyano and then Suzuki chases Chase Owens who walks away, hobbles away with a bad leg. Looking forward to that tomorrow. But the, the thing started properly, the thing, the great event started properly with Show versus Yo. There's anger here. They were tag team partners and there's some nastiness here. Eye rakes, nasty dragon, dragon screw by Yo, boots to the chest. The refs brought into it early. There's a cross arm pile driver from Show for a 2.9 count, really. And then Dick Togo gets involved. Yep, he distracts the ref and all of that. Now, Show finally gets a wrench, tells people to shh, which is naughty because they're not allowed to speak out anyway because of um, the situation with COVID and all that. But he hits Togo with it already, who takes an, anyway, who takes a nasty tumble to the guardrail. And then Yo rolls through for the pin. This meant something. It was fast. It was frenetic. They really cared about it, and we could tell. Next, there'll be a bit of comedy in this. Tanahashi and Taguchi and Rocky Romero versus Kenta and Phantasmo, ELP, and Ishimori. And yes, there is some comedy, including Kenta steepling his fingers to try and push into into Taguchi's rear end, I suppose, tripping and smacking his twig and berries. Twig or berries, one of the two. And then ELP and Ishimori stepping on the nethers while he's in a tree of woe. That's not very nice for Taguchi, is it? There's the rope, the um, the back rake uh, from the rope spot for ELP. Jumps from rope to rope, then the rake, and then um, Ishimori dancing and the rake. I like those back rake spots. Very nice indeed. Then, of course, we do get some wrestling, including a nice Kenta DDT on Tanahashi. The ref has gone... I mean, not not for the whole match, but um, Kenta wants the kendo stick. And when the ref is back, Tanahashi wants it. He's usually composed, but no, starts smacking him with it. The ref DQs, he doesn't care. This is new. Of course, it will be, because they've got a no DQ match at night too. Have they not? Good match, this. Bit of comedy. Sets you up nicely for the United Empire. Cobb, Okan and Osprey. Versus Bushi, Sonada and Naito. Surely the United Empire will win here. I like Bushi though. He's often overlooked. They did some really good work here. 
Now Naito early on was doing all right with Cobb till Cobb grabbed him, drove him into the turnbuckle and then clotheslined him. Yeah, Okan then had a go with Naito, but was absolutely humiliated, screaming out with humiliation when put in the paradise lock. So when he got out of it, grabbed um, the ear, rolled um, rolled Sonata up, sat on his on his on his ass really. Then hit a bridge at a long two, which is something Sonada would do. Really nicely done. Bushi hit a great DDT. And eventually, though, Osprey hits his powerbomb and the blade for the pin. That was another Sorbet match, but it wasn't forgettable. It set things up really well for Shibata versus Ren Narita. Catch wrestling match. So many have wanted to see Shibata. Is he back or is this just the only match he's doing? They announced Ren Narita late, Master versus Pupil, and it was. It allowed Shibata to really go for it. Some A good figure four, great trips, great kick, should I say. A trip that really seemed to hurt Narita, actually. Huge low drop kick in the corner. Narita, though, knows what he's doing. He had some offense as well as sharpshooter. A rear naked in the ropes. Didn't expect that. There was a little nastiness going on here. And then a Cobra twist countered by an even tighter one from Sonada. Loads of kicks from Sonada as well. Narita thought, I'll have a go myself then. But really, you're on a losing streak if you do that, mate. And he was soon overpowered by those. Shibata saw it was time to take it home, hit the straight strike, the sleeper, to set up the penalty kick for the pin. That was knocked down and drag out. There was no quarter given there. And what will happen in the future? Will he still have catch wrestling stuff? Will he be seen in sports entertainment matches? Will he be seen again? He wants to. Will they let him? I think people will be delighted by that match. I know I was. And I was delighted by this as well. Ibushi versus Evil for the never open weight belt. Now Ibushi has only just won it, so you wouldn't expect him to lose it. But he just looked like a bit of a, tra- of a transitional champ. You can't see him moving on with the belt. He doesn't do very much. You know, we know what he's good at. And he's not going to really move on from there, I don't think. Evil, by the way, on the other hand, wins loads of matches with lots of help. That was the case here. Got lots of help to throw um, Ibushi into the guardrail early on. Ibushi wanted to wrestle. It's a nice backdrop suplex. Threw it again. So Evil pulled the ref in, backed him into the ropes where Dick Togo was waiting for a chair shot. That's what Evil does, and I actually really quite enjoy it. I find the entertainment value of it really good, you know. Ibushi fought through the pain with a tough clothesline. And then, in the move of the match, from the second rope, Ibushi powered up Evil, who's a big bloke, in a vertical suplex and held him. That was lovely. You've got the ref then going out of it. Togo garroting. Ibushi, Yo and Sho coming in, having a bit of a battle. And in the end, Sho kept Togo away, and I thought Ibushi might have the upper hand here. He did get a long two from a clothesline, but then he went for the vertical drop brain buster. Low blow, belt shot, very soon after the pin. Evil, smirking at the camera as the count takes place, is your new champ. And I, for one, don't mind. Because that won't be about the match, uh, the the wrestling. It could be about the entertainment. And that'll be interesting. Okay, Dangerous Techers are going to win this, aren't they? 
IWGP tag belts. They're retaining, surely, from Goto and Yoshihashi. Mind you, Yoshihashi has had a bit of a run at the recently, so... But they've got Zack Sabre Jr. He hits a lovely head scissors, leg crank. Goto then hits a, a running bulldog for his team. But Zack comes back with an octopus, a crucifix... And he and Goto exchange such close pin attempts. It's really mainly Zack Sabre Jr. so far. When Taiichi, the other half of Dangerous Techers, and Yoshihashi are together, they're well matched. Yoshihashi gets to the ascendancy, though, with a suplex and a lariat for a very long two count. Then there's a super kick. Two of them, in fact, from Yoshihashi and a backbreaker. Zack Sabre Jr. has to break it up. But all this frenetic action has an impact on Sabre Jr., on Zack, who is um, by the ropes, not involved, great destroyer, on um, Taichi from Yoshihashi, then the twisting neckbreaker for the pin. He got the pin because he's on a great run. Great match. So fast, really solid, really snug. And it's a shame to see Dangerous, dangerous Techers without the belts. It's a surprise. So was this. Nobody thought that El Desperado would hang on to his um, junior IWGP championship. Hiromi Takahashi, the ticking time bomb, was bound to win it. Well, first of all, there's such a long chop exchange that they have to build an annex for this chop shop. And then the moves start coming. Takahashi sunset bomb on the outside. Pop-up power bomb from Taka. Belly to belly to the buckles from him. Really good jockeying, actually, as they continued the match. El Desperado hits a stretch muffler, tries to turn it, picks him up, suffers a counter-destroyer from Takahashi. Surely he's going to win this. Nice sweet package pile driver from Desperado for a long two, though, and they trade such near falls. The one who's going to be able to make a concerted effort is going to win this, and it's Desperado. He hits two of his patented flapjack finisher-type moves for the pin. What a match. What a surprise. Now, is this going to be a surprise? I love Shingo, love his work, but he's been a bit quiet as the heavyweight champ. Osprey's making more noise than him, and Okada looks like the champion waiting. This was a great match. About half an hour, so you didn't need that longer. Slowly built up to beautiful, beautiful work from these two. They really know what they're doing. And they really can work in it. It's great to hear and to see that work. It starts slowly, quite respectfully, actually. It looks like a close-run thing. But, you know, there's a lovely moment when Okada, he gets some real air on a high crossbody over the guardrail onto Shingo. And then a, a load of air when they're back in the ring on a massive drop kick. Money clip applied. Shingo works out of it. Hits a DDT to underline that he's still in the match and then puts an exclamation mark on it with a wheelbarrow German suplex. Well, of course, Okada went back to the money clip. Shingo seemed struggling. Then he hit a tight lariat. It's a really tough match, this. Spilled onto the walkway. Shingo hits a Death Valley driver to Okada. That should be the end of it, really. But Shingo in back in the ring took over. Sliding lariat. Tells us he's not really ready yet. And then two short clotheslines from Okada. But Shingo hit the main in Japan. Back and forth, back and forth. So close and physical. 
Suddenly, the Rainmaker's in, but Okada can't finish. And now the, the, the move of the match, they're both up top. Okada gets the, the DDT off the top. A DDT off the top. Rainmaker's in, pin. I knew Okada would do it, and he did. Osprey came in to support the party afterwards. He's a bit naughty, that gentleman. They will fight tomorrow. But it's Okada's night tonight. 24 hours to enjoy it. What a great match. Two fantastic fighters. And they both cared so much about each other here. Really well done. This night never dragged. Every match meant something. Maybe it's because I'm more invested than last year. Which is when I started my NJPW subscription. But you know, this was something very special. And if the second night's like this, this is going to be the card of the year. Even this early. Ta-ta. Thank you.